Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. It is the beginning of Lent. It's Ash Wednesday today, wishing you a beautiful, peaceful, and fruitful Lent as we all head to Mass and services to get the ashes on our forehead to remind us where we come from and from whom. A beautiful time of year to get closer to the Lord. That's what it's all about as we lead into, of course, Holy Week and the Lord's Passion, Death, and Resurrection. Great to be with you on a Wednesday. So much to talk about. It's also St. Valentine's Day, as you heard the beautiful explanation about the life of St. Valentine's from Father Chris Alar yesterday on Catholic Connection. So we're just trying to keep you updated in all things Catholic. That's what we do here at Catholic Connection. We have a great show for you today. I am just bursting. I am so excited about so many things. First of all, so excited about the movie Cabrini. I had the opportunity to screen it. They send links off into media so we can talk about it and help generate interest. And I don't know if you remember, uh, many years ago we had a few of those Christian films, and bless their hearts, the people were had beautiful messages, and they were lovely messages. But unfortunately, the production value of the movie, along with the acting, was not compatible or could not compete with what we see out there in the secular world in terms of the type of talent. They seemed very corny, very weak. And then they started to change. Uh, The industry was able to find some really great Catholic and other Christian people who were dedicated to producing and distributing great movies. And Angel Studios is distributing this film, by the way. And it's all about, of course, St. Mother Francesca Caprini. I mean, it is powerful. It is so well done, the production value, the acting. But her story is incredible. And did you know, I didn't know this, but I spent an hour Zoom call with the executive producer, Eustace Wolfington, and his team in Philadelphia, and they were able to share with me, I don't know, like six or seven amazing clips and an overall promo video that most people don't see. They they send this particular promo to journalists to take a look at this, and that she was the inspiration. Get this. Mother Cabrini was the inspiration for St. Teresa of Calcutta. I am not kidding you. So you talk about one person planting a seed, and not only the difference that Mother Cabrini made in her own life, and the fact that she built, as she called it, an empire of hope around the country and around the world with hospitals and schools and so many places to help those in need, but inspiring another great saint of our time, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, who, of course, was such a great witness in so many ways and helped the poor, but also was a great pro-life warrior. So it was just incredible. Anyway, it opens up. On March 8th, International Women's Day. How cool is that? And it's so beautiful because it shows the strength of women and the different characteristics of women and how women are assigned certain tasks that men can't do. And at the end of the film, there's this great line. John Lithgow, by the way, plays the mayor of New York. He's fantastic. And he says to her after she, you know, she's going at it with them and she you know, held her own and then some. And he says to her, you know, you would have made a great man. She said, nah, you men can't do what we do. And that's true. There are certain things that men can't do, and that's why we have, and women can't do, that's why we have male-female complementarities. This is one of those movies, and I was talking with my friend Kelly Walquist uh, last night, who was in the Grand Rapids area speaking, because we both had the opportunity to see the film. This is a really great way to encourage women, and encourage young girls especially, to go and see this film, and to understand that we are equal but different, and the gifts and the talents that women have in terms of spiritual motherhood, and motherhood in general are huge. So anyway, we're going to be uh, promoting the film, and I'm so excited about it. And for me, I was telling the executive producer and his team when I was watching some of the clips, I was getting really emotional because I can remember my grandparents telling stories of them coming over through Ellis Isle from Italy. They were dirt poor in Italy and came to America for the promise of, of doing better. But once they got here, it was a struggle. And some of the conditions I wasn't even aware of, I was aware of the discrimination against many of the immigrants including uh, not only Italians, which was very strong in New York, but also the Irish and the Jewish people there and and the Polish as well. Horrible names that they would call us. And my mom and dad told me stories about how they were discriminated against. And there's a story in my book, Everything's Coming Up Rosie, about how my mom was discriminated against by a young girl in her school because she didn't think she was uh, classy enough because she was an Italian-American. But it's an incredible story of hope and determination and love of God and knowing what your vocation is 
and feeling so strong that you have to follow the will of God that you just don't quit. So I hope you go to see the movie Cabrini. It's fantastic. Talk a little bit about it in the um, Two Cents segment because it ties in with love. It ties in with the love of God today on St. Valentine's Day. But I also want to talk about a really cool article. I'm so grateful to the Register, National Catholic Register, posted my piece this morning. It's an article called Love Italian Style, Gratitude Italian Style, A Grateful Kind of Love. And I take you to this very small but very special and pretty much unknown shrine in Umbria, about 30 minutes southwest of Assisi that's tucked in the woods and is associated with a beautiful love story of a husband and wife and also a love story of God and Our Lady. And I'll explain coming up at 8.15 or so. And then past the bottom of the hour, we are going to remind you because people are, again, as we always do, I know people are busy and this happens all the time, but take advantage of the last-minute offer. We're filling up the San Marino Club for the World Marriage Day Dinner coming up on Sunday. And it is going to be just so much fun and so uplifting and so joyful. Great music with Rennie and Esther Kaufman, a great speech by our speakers, Dr. Tim and Karen Hogan. And we're just going to have great music, great food, fellowship. And there's still room, but you need to register by today. And Fran and Rich will give us the details. She was getting calls yesterday. Can we still register? Yes, but you have to do it quickly because the hall needs a number of people so you can have food on Sunday. They have to have a number so they can have an accurate amount of food. I mean, not that they'll ever run out of food because they're incredible. It's a five-course meal for crying out loud. But out of courtesy for the hall so they can feed the people, they need to know the number. So they'll give us all the details. And then Fran and Rich also has some beautiful ideas of what type of couple might want to attend World Marriage Day. And speaking of marriage, coming up in the National Hour, my friends Julie and Greg Alexander from The Alexander House, thealexanderhouse.org. Insights on this Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day, all about growing closer and more intimate with your husband or wife. So that is our show for today. And then Joan Lewis will wrap us up, as she always does, on a Wednesday. Lots to talk about. Let's talk about the weather first in Michigan. Cloudy skies going up to 40 degrees, 29 right now. Tomorrow, partly sunny, could get some light snow, but it won't stick around because it'll be well above freezing. High of 41. 34 on Friday, cloudy, and on Saturday, 28, so very normal temperatures for February, but no snow. Uh, Very nice on Sunday if you're driving to the San Marino Club in Troy. Just terrific. 41 and partly cloudy skies and no weather to deal with. And then warming up again next week, Monday, starting with 47 degrees for our high in southeastern Michigan and sunny skies. And then in the upper 30s and 40s most of next week as we move toward, wow, the end of February already. And we are in Lent. Thanks be to God. A beautiful time of year. Nationally, we have a Pacific storm that's moving into the northwest, bringing strong winds, areas of heavy rainfall to portions of the Pacific Northwest and Northern California, and heavy mountain snow to the Cascades, Sierra Nevada, and the Northern Rockies through tomorrow. A quick round of accumulating snowfall will impact the Northern Plains, Upper Midwest, and the Great Lakes through the next few days. That's our forecast, and that's what's happening on Catholic Connection today on a Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to the Ave Maria Radio Network. Let's get started with the news on this Ash Wednesday, also St. Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2024. Well, you can find this story on the archives of EWTN News Nightly and also Catholic News Agency. Men and women who are married and who attend church on a regular basis are among the happiest couples. This according to research compiled by a prominent sociological professor. We're going to have Brad Wilcox back on very soon. It's fascinating research and again backs up what the church says about who we are, male and female made in the image and likeness of God. Brad Wilcox is a professor of sociology at the University of Virginia as well as a director of the school's National Marriage Project. He spoke with EWTN News Nightly. And talking about his new book, Get Married, Why Americans Must Defy the Elites, Forge Strong Families, and Save Civilization. This after hearing concerns from his students about the state of marriage today. Contrary to what's out there in the popular cultural perception, Wilcox says information indicates that married men and women are much happier than their unmarried counterparts. The happiness factor, he said, shows up even more prominently in married couples who attend church, aha, on a regular basis. 
He said, what we see in this data is that couples who attend church regularly are about 15 percentage points more likely to be very happy with their marriages. They're about 30 to 50% less likely to get divorced, depending upon the data set. National Marriage Week, by the way, wraps up today, observed in the U.S. every February 7th through the 14th, coinciding with World Marriage Day on the second Sunday of every February. And the prayer app Hallo has seen its biggest spike in downloads following its Super Bowl ad on Sunday. The 30-second ad featured actors Mark Wahlberg and Jonathan Rumi. Hallo CEO Alex Jones saying after the ad aired, Hallo had the most downloads in a single minute, again in their history. Hallo providing audio-guided prayers, Bible stories, meditations, and Christian music. Jones says the ad, it was a dream come true. In other news this morning, a sad story out of Texas. A driver of a car that crashed into an emergency room at a medical center in Austin, Texas, is dead. Krista Stedman with Austin Travis County EMS gave an update on the other injured. One child was transported with critical life-threatening injuries. One adult had serious, potentially life-threatening injuries. The other two, the other child and the other adult that were transported had non-life-threatening injuries. The car driving through the emergency room at the St. David's North Austin Medical Center last night. The Austin Police Department says the crash does not appear to have been intentional. The driver was pulled from the vehicle and given CPR but died on the scene. And new developments early today, as Andrew Whitman tells us, on four migrants minked to that melee near Times Square that left two officers injured late last month. Police now say one of the migrants who was arrested, then released without bail, is a suspect in a robbery at a Queens Macy's Tuesday night. They say Darwin Gomez Isquiel may be part of the group that also attacked a security guard at the Queens Center Mall. The suspect also has dyed blonde hair. He's one of the men police said had fled to California, as were two others who were picked up by ICE agents in the city Tuesday. The Northeast cleaning up today after that nor'easter hit the region with some heavy snow. At least one person in Pennsylvania was killed when his snowmobile hit a downed wire and traveling and travel was snarled along I-95 corridor. Travel delays on highways and airports could persist today as the region digs out. New York City, Long Island, and parts of New England saw up to two inches of snow an hour, and more than a foot fell across Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Kristen Marks gives us more details, meanwhile, about how folks in the Big Apple are now looking to calm after the storm. This after crews spent most of the morning salting and plowing with hundreds of salt spreaders and sanitation trucks, which double as snow plows, but the work isn't done yet. So we have thousands of sanitation workers working through the day today and all night. Sanitation Commissioner Jessica Tisch, there are concerns the snow could melt and turn to ice when it refreezes. Property owners are urged to clear their sidewalks. Coastal flooding could also be an issue. And Mayor Eric Adams says they'll deal with trash removal. Going on the days where we allow trash to sit on our streets for days. He's thanking New Yorkers for staying off the streets during the height of the snowfall. It hasn't been the smoothest of days, meanwhile, for some New York City public school students and families who are remote learning at home due to the snowy weather. School officials note there were some system-wide outages on the platform when students tried to log on yesterday morning. Some working parents were frustrated. I think it's a bit disastrous. We are not equipped to do successful remote learning with 24 hours notice. It would be a lot easier if they could just have a snow day like we used to have and, and go have some fun. The outage issues appeared to resolve quickly with IBM, the system provider. The nation's largest public school district did away with snow days following the pandemic, and it's the first time they put the new policy to practice. A storm pattern returning to California today with three waves of precipitation Wednesday through Thursday, Saturday to early Sunday, and also late Sunday all the way to Tuesday. This will bring periods of Sierra travel issues with heavy mountain snow, renewed moderate rises on area rivers by early next week, and minor flooding potential on those problem spots that we've been seeing recently. That's Courtney Carpenter with the National Weather Service in Sacramento saying the storm patterns will also bring periods of gusty winds, but still nothing like they saw on, on February 4th. There will be brief breaks between systems still for Northern California forecasters so far suggest a combined three to five inches of rain expected in the coastal mountains by Monday. Two to five inches are forecast for the Southern California coast and valleys and five to eight inches predicted for the foothills and the mountains. And Lucinda Kate tells us more than a thousand people have donated to help their neighbors affected by the floods in Southern California. The San Diego Foundation has raised more than $950,000 to help support flood survivors from January 22nd. 
Most of those grants have gone to nonprofits that are handling temporary housing for more than 300 adults and more than 100 children. The San Diego Flood Response Fund focuses on housing, transportation, food, and basic needs. You can donate and apply for grants at sdfoundation.org. Secretary of State Antony Blinken saying he spoke with Russian detainee Paul Whelan on Monday. Whelan has been held in Russia for more than five years. Blinken says he will continue intensive efforts to bring him home. He says that also goes for other Americans attained abroad, including journalist Evan Gerskosevich. This is at least the third time he's had a phone call with the ex-Marine Whelan. Inflation slightly higher than expected in January. New government figures show the consumer price index rose three-tenths of a percent last month as Americans paid more for goods and services. Prices for housing and shelter led the way with lower gas prices helping to offset some of the increases. Core prices, including volatile food and energy, rising 3.9% from over a year ago. And Paramount Global laying off about 800 employees, including many reporters at CBS News. Sources telling CNBC the media company sent out an internal memo to employees yesterday saying it's laying off about 3% of its workforce. Paramount Global CEO Bob Backish had already sent out a memo last month warning of impending layoffs. And Governor DeSantis announcing a crackdown on retail theft down in Florida. He says even though the Sunshine State is not as bad as California, his laws, he says, are still too lenient. You only get a felony if you do five different retail thefts within a 45-day period. DeSantis wanting to expand the time window and cut the number required for a felony theft to two or three. The governor also wants to create a crime called aggravated retail theft and make it a second-degree felony to use social media to organize a robbery. He's also proposing a crackdown on porch pirates who take delivery packages off porches. U.S. adults have lost a record amount of money to fraud. According to recent information from the Federal Trade Commission, adults losing nearly $10 billion to fraudsters last year. Americans were deceived by a variety of scams, including those involving romance and investments. Scams mimicking government services and officials increased last year, along with scams where attackers pretend to be legitimate organizations such as major retailers. Suspected scams can be reported to the FTC. Aaron Rial tells us consultants and executives say that AI could soon upend a much bigger share of white-collar jobs, including jobs for middle and high-level managers. Companies have attributed more than 4,600 job cuts to AI, particularly in media and tech. This is according to outplacement firm Challenger Gray and Christmas. The firm estimates that the full tally of AI-related job cuts is likely higher since many companies haven't explicitly linked cuts to AI in layoff announcements. Unlike previous waves of automation tech, AI has the power to create content and then synthesize ideas, the kind of knowledge work that millions of people now do behind computers. Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash drivers are going on strike across the country today. The drivers are seeking better pay and are expected to picket outside airports in nearly a dozen cities. A coalition representing about 130,000 drivers saying they will not be providing rides to and from airports between the hours of 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. in 10 cities. And Valentine's Day, of course, St. Valentine's Day today, and the FBI is warning about romance scams. That's when a criminal lies about their identity and feigns romantic interest to steal from victims. The agency says if someone asks for money, assume it's a scam. Folks should only use trusted dating sites. Online daters should also do a reverse image search to see if someone's profile photo is linked to another name. Just in time for St. Valentine's today, Billboard ranking the top songs with the word love in the title. The top songs include, of course, as you just heard, 1976 song, Silly Love Songs by The Wings, 2011's We Found Love by Rihanna, How Deep Is Your Love by The Bee Gees, and at number one, 1981's Endless Love by Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. St. Valentine's Day, Ash Wednesday, speaking of love, the love of, love of God, the love of ma- neighbor, the love of husband and wife, we are going to be talking about a grateful kind of love when we come back on Wednesday. It's February 14th. Weather-wise, it's pretty nice out there right now. Cool, but normal temps, overcast, a little bit of sunshine going all the way up to 40 today. 
Tomorrow we are going to have partly sunny skies. Could get some light snow, but that will melt because we're going up to 41. Pretty comfortable moving into the weekend. Cloudy and 34 on Friday, 28 on Saturday and cloudy. Very nice on Sunday the 18th for World Marriage Day, the dinner at the San Marino Club. World Marriage Day technically last weekend, but we're celebrating it here in the AOD on Sunday the 18th. And Fran and Rich will be along after the bottom of the hour to talk about that. 41 and partly sunny, gorgeous on Monday, February 19th. Sunny and 47. It is a Wednesday morning, but not just any Wednesday. Ash Wednesday, the start of Lent, and also St. Valentine's Day. We'll be right back. Join Father John Hedges for 5 p.m. Mass at Our Lady of Fatima Shrine in Riverview, Tuesday, February 20th, the feast day of Saints Jacinta and Francisco. Receive a plenary indulgence under church guidelines. Fellowship follows the Mass. Call 313 320-7887 or visit FatimaShrineDetroit.org That's 313-320-7887 or visit FatimaShrineDetroit.org It's as though the secular press has to shoehorn matters concerning fidelity or infidelity to church teaching into political labels of conservative versus liberal. And those political dichotomies are not entirely meaningless, but they most usually distort the discussion. This discussion is about receiving Christ worthily. And that is not a political discussion. And by the way, this discussion is not even new. If you go back to 1998, they also addressed the question from living the gospel of life. Again in 2006, in Happier Those Who Are Called to His Supper. For Pope Francis, he drafted, when he was Archbishop of Buenos Aires, the Parasita document. The U.S. bishops are now forced to address this problem because we have now a Catholic president who is receiving Holy Communion, while at the same time he is a champion of expanded abortion rights. Cresta in the Afternoon. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net. Ciao, my name is Antonio Ruggiero, and if you're in the mood for some real authentic Italian food, Antonio's is the place. We make everything in-house the old-fashioned way, fatta in casa. We make our own soups, sauces, pastas, and of course, our famous baked bread. Come on in and try one of our signature dishes that my mom created, like gnocchi rita, that I know you can't find anywhere else because there's only one Mama Rita and she's at Antonio's. So come break bread with us. Antonio's Cucina Italiana. Welcome back. Actually, now 823, an oldie but goodie, a groovy kind of love. How about a grateful kind of love, Italian style? That's actually where I grabbed the headline idea from that song, a groovy kind of love, a grateful kind of love, Italian style, seeking healing at Italy's Madonna del Bagni, or Madonna of the Bath. So if you go to the National Catholic Register, it's up there posted this morning, ncregister.com. And I'm so grateful to Alyssa Murphy, the chief editor over there at the Register, for accepting my stories. And some great pictures, too, that were just taken from my my cell phone, my Samsung Galaxy. And this is a place that we visited, which is very close to where me and Deacon Dom hang out. And we were there last fall after our Ladoche Fide trip. We actually tried to take the group here, but it was raining the day we were on our way down to Todi. Because this is in between the beautiful town of Todi and Assisi and other really sweet little Umbrian towns. But our guide actually told us about this. It's called Madonna del Bagne, which means Madonna of the Bath. They're not sure where the bath came in because it's in the middle of the woods. But this is such an incredible shrine dedicated to a love story. And as I say, a love story not only between a husband and wife, but also between our Lord and Our Lady for all of the answered prayers. So let me just describe the area where this is located. This is in central Umbria, and it's right by the stunning town of Deruta. Now, Deruta is known for its ceramics. So most people think of ceramics. They may think of Tuscany. They may even think of the Amalfi Coast. That's true, and even Calabria. Calabria, on the southeastern corner where my father was from, 
they have a town there that also is dedicated to ceramics. But in central Italy, if you're looking for ceramics, Deruta has this particular style that they use. And often many of their products are sold not only in Umbria, but in some of the high-end stores in Tuscany. But a little secret, if you're passing through Umbria, which is in the central region, which is south of Tuscany and north of Lazio, you can save a lot of money by shopping in Deruta versus buying it with all the Madison Avenue attached to Tuscany. Anyway, that's a little side note. So we saw these signs as we were tooling around with our groups and spending a lot of time in Umbria that had the image of a shrine and a cross, and it said Madonna Gialbanie. And we're like, what is that? I wonder what it is. So again, we were with our group. We were heading. We gave the group an option one day to stay in Assisi and have a free afternoon or come with us to the beautiful historical town of Todi, which is about 45 minutes southwest of Assisi. So we had about half the group, and it started to pour on our way to Todi, and the guide was telling us when we passed the sign, she says, if we have a chance and if it clears up, we should go to that shrine. It's really incredible. It's very significant. It's very popular here in this area. Never heard of it. Never heard anything about it. Now, when you go to Italy, you're used to the bigger shrines. You're used to, for example, the Eucharistic shrines. You have, of course, uh, the Eucharistic Miracle of Bolsena, which is now housed in Ordovieto. You have the Eucharistic Miracle of Lanciano, which I think is one of the oldest. So there's so many amazing places that we hear about in Italy and Eucharistic miracles and other shrines, right, dedicated to other types of miracles. But this is super, super unique. So anyhow, if you look it up, Madonna del Bagni, B-A-G, and I, it has to do with gratitude. So what happened? Okay. So in the woods of Deruda, like just below this adorable ceramics town, a priest was walking through the woods, a Capuchin priest was walking through the woods and found a fragment of a piece of pottery with a beautiful image of Our Lady and the child Jesus. So in order to pre- prevent that particular fragment from being trampled upon, he said, well, I'm going to store it, and this is according to tradition, I'm going to store it in this oak tree to keep it safe. And so what happened was one day there was a husband who was walking by the tree and also saw this beautiful image of Our Lady and Jesus in the tree, okay? So let me just read part of the article with you. It'll make more sense. A fragment was decorated with an image of the Blessed Mother and the infant Jesus. To protect the image, the priest decided to place the fragment in the branches of an oak tree. Eventually, it fell to the ground. And then it was a local merchant, Cristoforo di Filippo, while on his way to work in Deruta, who discovered the shard and decided then to nail it to the tree for safekeeping. Little did that merchant know, as I say in the piece, that he would one day just a few years later, returned to that tree to ask for the intercession of Our Lady after his wife became extremely ill. When he arrived home, the very same day he prayed for his wife, asking for our Blessed Mother's intercession, he found that his bride had fully recovered. So to express their gratitude, the couple then commissioned an artist in Deruta to create a ceramic plaque in honor of the healing. And thus began, as I say in the article, the devotion of Madonna del Bagne. The same tile was placed behind the altar of the church with the oak tree and can still be seen today. But what makes this church so special is not just the story of the De Filippos and their tile, but, and this is what is so cool, the literally hundreds of tiles covering the walls. At last count, friends, there were about 700 of them, and they're so colorful. They're all about the same size. They have been commissioned with great detail over the centuries by the loving hands of artists in Deruta, commissioned by the faithful who believe their serious injuries were prevented or their lives saved, asking for the intercession of the Madonna of the Bath. Now, again, what's so cool about this is if you go into this little shrine, this little church, you see all these very colorful tiles that show what may have happened or what was avoided there's a tile of a car accident or a car almost going into a bridge and a river hitting a bridge and almost going into a river there's a scene of a motorcycle accident there's a scene of a person almost being mauled by wild animals there's all kinds of images on the walls of this little shrine in umbria in central umbria and so these people really wanted to take their time in a unique way and honor the Blessed Mother, and God for answering their prayers. And it's just so pretty. You walk into this church and you'll see the pictures. And it's like walking into not only an art studio, a gallery, but as one blogger said, it's like looking at 
centuries of human existence and pain and gratitude. It's really just quite unique and beautiful. Now, Deacon Dom and I were so touched by what we saw that we've decided to add, I haven't told this to John Hale or Kelly Walquist yet, but, <laughs> but we've decided to add it when it's appropriate and we go by that area, because again, it's in the middle of Umbria. We've decided to add Madonna del Bagno to our list of must-sees, along with the more well-known basilicas and cathedrals in Umbria. I mean, what's so cool about this is that in Umbria you have San Francesco, Santa Chiara, you have St. Mary Major in Assisi where Carlo Acutis is buried, right? You have St. Clair of Montefalco. You have St. Ubaldo. You have the Wolf of Gubbio, a church that was built on that site. And in Orvieto, of course, you have the Eucharistic Miracle, which led to the Feast of Corpus Christi. And then further down in Umbria, at Balsena, you have Santa Cristina's, where the actual miracle occurred. So you could go crazy in Umbria, crazy beautiful in Umbria, just following the path of the many saints. You could follow the path of St. Francis going to Bavania, which is a gorgeous town east of Assisi, or Spello, the city of the flowers, or Spoleto, where he also visited. But then, here in this little wooded area, tucked off the freeway, is this incredible Madonna del Bagne. So I close this article with Blessed Solanus Casey a much-loved Capuchin friar who spent his last years of ministry in the Archdiocese of Detroit and said, gratitude is the first sign of a thinking, rational creature. Ingratitude leads to so many breaks with God and our neighbor. And I close the piece by saying, perhaps that is one of the reasons why this area of Italy is so peaceful, as so many people continue to express their love story with God by giving thanks to him and our Blessed Mother with yet another tile on the walls of the Madonna del Bagne Sanctuary. So as we celebrate St. Valentine's Day, maybe we can make the world a little brighter by creating our own special expressions of gratitude. A grateful and pretty groovy kind of love, I must say, Italian style, in the middle of nowhere, Seeking healing at Italy's Madonna del Bagne. Madonna del Bagne, pray for us. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All about love today, love of God, love of neighbor, and love of husband and wife. St. Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday. And we're giving you one more chance to sign up for just the best ever Valentine's-related World Marriage Day event. Now, World Marriage Day on the calendar was Sunday, February 11th. But because of Super Bowl Sunday, and I think it was a wise move considering they had the highest record, including people watching on all sorts of platforms, well over 200 million people around the country, So the wonderful folks at World Marriage Day here in the Archdiocese of Detroit have moved it to this Sunday, and it's from 2.30 to 6.30, again, at the San Marino Club, and it is so affordable, so much fun. If you're looking for a Valentine's gift at the last minute, why not sign up for it, print up the flyer, stick it a card, and give it to your beloved tonight for Valentine's Day, right? St. Valentine's Day. All you need to do is go to worldmarriageday.org. Fran and Rich Walden, uh, some of the originals with World Marriage Day are with us yet again. Love them and their ministry. 
to talk to us about World Marriage Day. So, Fran, let's go to the housekeeping details first in terms of signing up for the dinner. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, if you just go to the World Marriage Day website, uh, you can sign up uh, for $95 a couple until 8 o'clock tonight. They're keeping it open. So until 8 o'clock tonight, Wednesday night, uh, you can go on there and register. And if you have any questions, on the flyer is our number and our our email, and um, I think even at the last minute they uh, were taking tables. That's if you had five couples, which is uh, comes out to eighty dollars a couple. So whatever you can do, because we just want to share this with as many couples as we can. Because uh, Teresa, we know as women, sometimes our men don't listen to our ideas <laughs> or our, our suggestions. Um, about communicating or dialogue, but when they hear it from someone else, mm-hmm. when they hear it from another man, like Dr. Tim Hogan will share, it, it somehow seems to click. What do you think, Red? Yes, yes. <laughs> when I hear uh, good advice from other men or other people, it sometimes is more has more impact on their marriage. <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of like with parents, too, right? Because the kids don't want to listen to their parents. But if somebody else says it, they're like, oh, Eureka, that, isn't that something interesting? Maybe I, maybe I should follow that. Yeah, isn't that that's, that's that is true. so true? Yeah. You need to hear from someone else, which is always well, more Rich, encouraging. How about, like, when we, we never really thought that much about praying together as a couple. It's something I would have liked. But when Deacon Bob Obey talked about it, about praying together as a couple, and how... Uh, the benefits of it and how close you can grow. It's like Rich said, I remember his leaving that that World Marriage Day, and we were already married over, what, 20, 30 years, and he says, hey, we should pray together. Wow. (laughs) Isn't that? So so, that's what happens a lot of times. Yeah. We you were, came up with a great list, Fran and Rich, of, of, and some different thoughts, reaching out to couples and why they would benefit and who would benefit by attending World Marriage Day, the dinner this Sunday. So can you go through that for us? And, and Franny, I'll start with you. Sure. Well, we thought couples who just need a date, because they lead such busy lives, they just want to have a date, and it's all set up for them. So a date to enrich their marriage. And then couples who are looking for a last-minute romantic Valentine's Day gift. This is a wonderful gift to give each other, and it's perfect day. And then couples who could use some practical tools to better communicate. Like we said, we think we're doing everything we can, but, you know, because we're so different and, we, you know, where we come from in our families and our upbringing, we need some good practical tools, and the Hogans are surely going to give us some. Rich? Yes, couples who like to hear an inspiring sharing and testimony by a well-known relationship therapist. You know, when he hears of something, buddy, like Francis, when he hears of someone else, it has more of an impact on you. Couples are struggling and need encouragement and inspiration to learn new ways to connect. We grow until we go. Oh, I love that. We grow until we go. (laughs) It's true. We're always growing. (laughs) We grow until we go. Love it. Couples who would like a blessing or wish to be prayed over at the end of the evening. That's a great uh, opportunity. We will have Deacon, Deacon Dom, Deacon Charlie, and a few others, and some priests, Brother Julius. And we just go out privately. Uh, Couples can go out privately into the lobby and ask for prayers or, or be prayed over. So that's been a special uh, Yeah, thing that's that. really nice. And last year, I mean, the, the lobby was filled with couples lining up for blessings. Yes, even our friend Betty, who was in a wheelchair, she mm-hmm. came for that reason. And those prayers, she said, brought her, I think, of Betty. She was yeah. the head of Retrovi, her and Mark, and she, those prayers brought her so much peace and comfort. Mm-hmm. So, and then couples... Couples who appreciate good music and like to dance, even a little. I mean, everybody can do a few steps. <laughs> we want to hear something funny. So when I when I told yes. Dominic that he you know asked him if he would pray over the couples, and of course he said 
absolutely, I'd love to. And, and he said, what time are we doing that? And I said, well, it's during the dancing. And he had a big smile on his face. <laughs> and he said, oh, no, I'm going to miss the dancing. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll be happy to, you know, make sure I, I use my diaconate to bless other couples. So I'll be out there dancing by myself and grabbing Rich and Fran. There'll be the three of us, but we'll still have fun. <laughs> I could see him saying that. Oh. He didn't miss a beat, by the way, when I told him. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. What time is it? Yeah, we oh, I'm going to miss the dancing. Too much. Darn it. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, okay, you got oh, a couple yeah. more on here. Yes. Uh, couples who like a delicious dinner. Everybody enjoys a delicious dinner and companionship, and they talk to other couples. And couples who enjoy fun and laughter. It's contagious, you know. When somebody is talking to and telling a story, it's and it's funny, it's contagious. And then couples who wish to grow on their feet yep. together. Yes. World yep. Mary's Day was given Pope St. John's Paul apostolic blessing. And then, last but not least, the couples who are engaged. It's wonderful and you know, uh, encouragement for couples who are engaged to see other couples who are dancing and having fun, and uh, it gives them a boost, and that's a good example. Yeah, and we're talking about, when you talk about dancing and, and music and who need a really nice date, I mean, where are you going to find a dinner for two people, a five-course meal, five-course meal with great speakers and great music? I mean, fabulous Broadway-style, highly professionals, Highly professional people singing. We have Esther and Rennie Kaufman, the father and daughter duo. They are off the charts amazing, beautiful voices, and they're both obviously classically trained, but they can also do all the fun stuff. So we'll be playing a lot of the line dances and a lot of the Motown music, and then they'll also have uh, beautiful romantic songs that they'll be singing during dinner. And we're going to get that for $95. Are you kidding me? A five-course <laughs> meal. It's crazy. I mean, it, it, seriously, I was, I was saying the other night when I was plugging this, that Deacon Dom and I on Sunday went out to celebrate because we had a super busy weekend. We did all these marriage talks, and we said, let's go out for a nice romantic dinner. We went to a very nice place in Gross Point that we love, and it's not, it's not over-the-top expensive. I mean, it's, it's a nice restaurant, Italian restaurant. And we had, um, I think, maybe um, two glasses of wine, and our meal didn't have any appetizers or anything, just a typical meal with the salad. And we walked out of there, I think it was almost 200 bucks with a tip. I mean, now that's pretty average, but this is $95 for two people. And it wasn't a five-course meal. We just had, I mean, I think I had a lamb dish, Dom had veal, you know, very nice meal, but not anything super fancy. $95 for two people. And then there's a wonderful cash bar, and you, you get regular refreshments, your coffee, your tea. It, it's a great dessert. And then also, Fran, if you could talk about the resources that we'll have there for people if they're interested. Oh, yeah. Right? That, that's really, um, that's who supports World Marriage Day. That's who puts it on. It's all the different marriage ministries. And they will have tables with the literature, so you can just get up there and, you know, take whatever you, uh, you might be interested in for yourselves or others. And sometimes we know of a couple who went to retrovive because uh, somebody slipped in a brochure in her grocery bag somehow. We don't even know how that happened, but she said, wow, what's this? So sometimes, um, like you say, for yourself or for others, they'll be all out there. And ideas for trips, like the one um, corporate travel you're sponsoring, Right, La Dolce Fide, yep, that's coming up, up in that. November. Yeah, oh, and, and also the Grand Rapids. In, in Ju- I mean, the, July. The, um, July, the um, Grand Hotel, which yeah, is coming up in one. July. Yeah, that's coming up. That's yeah. great. That's a wonderful family event. Yep. So we'll have you know, information we're, we're gonna, there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We, we no, we were gonna uh, we're gonna celebrate our 60th wedding anniversary, and that's why we signed up. We said let's let's do it. <laughs> what were you let's two when you got married? I can't believe you guys been married for 60 years. <laughs> Well, we can't believe it either. Yeah, it's hard to believe. <laughs> We've been married that long. Oh, my God. Rich brings it up often. He's, do you believe? <laughs> so, well, we, like we say, we grow until we go. So we're always learning, and hopefully we can pass it on. That's, yeah. what, that's what our goal in life is, just to pass on any, any tips, any ways that we can help people to grow closer together and enjoy their marriage because we've been through our challenges and struggles. Right. But we would say, now, these years are the best years of our life. Amen. We're just enjoying 
each other and realize, and it helps that we have short memory because then you don't remember <laughs> what you're upset about. <laughs> if I apologize to Rich for being crazy, you were. I don't yeah. know. What did you do? What? <laughs> yeah. So, so that helps. But uh, the sense of humor has helped. I couldn't laugh at you guys are adorable. Oh my gosh! We're learning. We keep learning. So we just invite any couples who want to come. We just feel that this is just going to be something special that they'll say, "Wow, you know, I'm so glad we made it." Absolutely. Okay, so again, this is worldmarriageday.org is a website. You may register, friends, until 8 o'clock tonight online. That is for today, Wednesday, 2-14, St. Valentine's Day, worldmarriageday.org. And when you go to the website, Fran and Rich have their number there if you have any questions. And so we'd love to have you come. We have uh, close to 350 people already. We're hoping to fill it up a little bit more. There's still a little bit more room. But you need to do this by today. And what a cool Valentine's Day gift. Maybe tonight after Mass, right after you go get your ashes and go to Mass, you come home and give your spouse the card and print up the flyer and say, we're doing this for our marriage, our family. We're going to the World Marriage Day dinner on Sunday. It starts at 2.30, wraps up at 6.30 at the beautiful San Marino Club. Great speakers, Dr. Tim and Karen Hogan, are going to be talking about growing closer to each other, and they're so much fun. They're funny. They're down to earth. They, and they're opposites, too. He's outgoing. Yes. He's an extrovert like me, and she's an introvert like Dom. They're hysterical together. They were, they were our uh, retreat leaders uh, last year for the diaconate retreat, and they're so much fun. So please come and join us. Now, I just want to close with this, Random Rich, and you guys know this because we, Dominic and I, try to do our best to MC every year, and I think we've only missed one year because we had a, a speaking event. Well, this is something that Dominic and I decided to do because we gave our testimony there, gosh, well over 20 years ago now, and that was a place where we just put it all out there, and it started us on this trajectory of doing a lot of marriage talks and retreats. And because our marriage was healed through the various ministries that are going to be present, especially Marriage Encounter, we decided we wanted to give this to the organization. Just as, as we talked about gratitude in the last segment, I was talking about gratitude to God on Valentine's Day. This is our expression of gratitude we don't get any money and i'm not getting the commission on the 300 plus people that are already signed up (laughs) we're just doing it because we love the event it's so much fun and we just want to give back so please join us it is just such a beautiful event and worldmarriageday.org you have until eight o'clock tonight but don't wait register now and fran and rich have their phone number on the flyer it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful afternoon, and the weather is going to be fine. You don't have to worry about driving through the snow and the slush, thanks be to God. Yeah. Well, so just true. quickly, yeah. I want to go through the list again that you mentioned. So who should should benefit? I'm going to read this real quickly. Couples who just need a date because we lead busy lives. Couples who are looking for a last-minute romantic Valentine's Day gift. Couples who could use practical tools to better communicate because we're all so different. Couples who like hearing an inspiring, sharing testimony by a well-known relationship therapist and his wife. Couples who are struggling and need encouragement and inspiration to learn new ways to connect. As Rich and Fran said, we grow until we go. Couples who would like a blessing or wish to be prayed over at the end of the evening. Couples who appreciate good music and like to dance. Yes, well, half of a couple in my case, but anyway, Dom's a good sport. He gets out there. <laughs> Couples who like a delicious dinner for a great price, incredibly affordable, $95 for a couple. And couples who enjoy fun and laughter. It is contagious. Couples who wish to grow in their faith together, World Marriage Day, given a blessing by Pope St. John Paul II. And couples who are engaged. What a great way to encourage engaged couples and to see the joy in marriage that can last. So those are some of the couples who will benefit, and I know you'll benefit if you join us Sunday afternoon at the San Marino Club. Again, worldmarriageday.org. You only have, though, until 8 o'clock tonight to register, so check it out. You two are adorbs, totes adorbs, as the kids say. <laughs> you are kind. Thank you. Thank you. And we we welcome everyone to come. Look forward to seeing you. Okay. Love you very much. And again, folks, love check you. it out, worldmarriageday.org. And thanks, Ave Maria, for allowing me to talk about this practically nonstop because I just, I have seen, Dominic and I have seen so much fruit from this event. We've seen marriages saved, and that's why we put it out there. And I'm grateful to Al Cresta, Mike Jones, and our team at Ave that allows us to promote this very strongly each year. Alrighty then. We're all about love this morning groovy kind of love grateful kind of love all that stuff we'll be right back
If you only see the difficulty in parenting, you will never see the treasure. Catholic Charities of Southeast Michigan are devoted to helping moms see the treasure at every stage of life. Project Hope provides material assistance and guidance. Adoption, foster care, and counseling services are also joyfully offered. Our Walking with Moms in Need initiative provides help and hope at every turn. To get involved or make a financial contribution, visit ccscm.org slash mom. That's ccscm.org slash mom. We hear a lot about temperance in regard to alcoholic consumption, but in reality, it is to be exercised in regard to all pleasures. The Catholic Catechism says temperance is the moral virtue that moderates the attraction of pleasures and provides balance in the use of the created goods, ensuring mastery of the will over our instincts, keeping desires within honorable limits. The Old Testament praises temperance by cautioning us against following our base desires and urging us to restrain our appetites, which could mean foregoing that second chocolate chip cookie. The New Testament puts it this way, We ought to live sober, upright, and godly lives in this world, helping us on the road to a more desirable location in the next. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Ave Maria Radio invites you to feast on the joy of fasting this Lenten season and all year long. Fast from thoughts that weaken. Feast on promises that inspire. Fast from problems. Feast on blessings. Fast from thoughts of illness. Feast on the healing power of God. Fasting is a part of true Christian life. It liberates us from this world as we grow closer to Christ. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Connection, a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN. It's a Wednesday, not just any Wednesday, of course, Ash Wednesday and St. Valentine's Day combined. Wishing you a beautiful Lenten season, and we'll be with you every step of the way, good Lord willing. Coming up in the second hour of the program, speaking of marriage and St. Valentine's Day, Julie and Greg Alexander will be with us from the Alexander House talking about growing closer to each other in intimacy by growing closer to God. A beautiful discussion from this wonderful couple who do so much good for married and engaged couples. Their website is alexanderhouse.org. Also, the one, the only, Joan Lewis, with all the details of the beginning of Lent at the Vatican and the Holy See, leading us toward this very important penitential season. And we'll be right back on a Wednesday. Stay tuned.